0: It's time for you to be a part of the show. Email or call with questions for Dr. Mike now. Email ask Doctor Mike Smith at radiomd.com or call 877-711-5211. What are you waiting for? The doctor is in. Dr. Mike, what's the difference between myofascial syndrome and fibromyalgia? You know that's a great question. Um, I think this is an opportunity maybe to talk a little bit about the fascia, what that really is, um, and then get into the into the difference. And of course, when I answer questions like this, uh, that are more general, um, I you know my source for answers. Um, I have a lot of different places I go, but ultimately, uh, LifeExtension.com and the protocols there. There's a nice protocol on myofascial syndrome and fibromyalgia. So first of all, what is the um, what is f- the face the fascia what what is what is it exactly when i say myofacial syndrome i'm not talking about the face i'm talking about a connective tissue called a fascia f a s c i a uh and so what is that it's a it's connective tissue is what it is and it's it's really tough connective tissue <laughs> i remember um in medical school during anatomy and cutting into the cadavers and and having to pull back the fascia uh, it covers muscles. It can cover internal organs. It can connect different parts, like compartments of the body, especially on the chest and the stomach. Um, some of the fascia is real extensive. It can extend over whole areas of the body. Sometimes it's real small over just a grouping of nerves. I mean, it just, it's just basically a covering, right? The fascia is just a connective tissue covering, um, that forms kind of like a, a web that really is that really is kind of from your head to your toe Um, and it can it can so as it covers your head to your toe it can split off and cover like an organ but it's all kind of connected together the nerves the vessels it's all kind of one big sheet you don't when you're in anatomy and you're you know cutting into the cadaver and you're looking at muscle groups and nerves you don't really appreciate it that way uh, but ultimately, the fascia is just this covering for everything internal, right below the skin. Uh, the fascia sits pretty much right below the skin, covers the muscles, the nerves, and everything, like I said. But it's kind of like one big, tough sheet. Um, and when, when the fascia has issues, when there's inflammation in the fascia, um, when there's tears in the fascia, usually like from trauma, um, poor posture, uh, inflammatory conditions um what happens is the fascia can kind of um get thicker in that area right and 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 if there's a lot of inflammation in the fascia it gets thicker and it can kind of what doctors refer to as bind down it kind of binds to that area that it's covering and that can result in pressure uh pressure on nerves muscle bor- bones and organs and you can feel that it can be painful you can um and, and it it can have you know whole body effects. So that's the fascia and 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 if it goes bad, it basically just kind of creates pressure over the area and inflammation over the area that it's covering. So so and there is something called myofascial syndrome. And it is often confused with fibromyalgia because ultimately they both have pain, right? Um, they They both have trigger points as a matter of fact. Uh, but, but it's really in the, it's really the difference in the trigger points that really, um, helps us to know the difference between the two. The trigger points of myofascial syndrome differ from kind of these trigger or tender points of fibromyalgia in that they may, in myofascial syndrome, they may just be about anywhere on the body, but in, in fibromyalgia, they're, they follow a very specific pattern. As a matter of fact, and and I don't remember how many there are, but like there's like 16, I think, trigger points or tender points in fibromyalgia. And they're over specific regions, very specific regions. And in order to be diagnosed with fibromyalgia, you're supposed to have like maybe, you know, I don't remember, like 10 out of 16 or something of these of these points. Myofascial syndrome isn't like that. You you just can have tender spots everywhere. Um And they can change even in myofascial syndrome if there's issues. And obviously where there's a lot of inflammation, you know, if you if there's a lot of inflammation in the fascia, let's say that's over the chest wall, you're going to feel a lot of uh, sharp pains, what we call pleuritic pains. There's going to be tenderness in your chest muscles, but it's not really a specific point like fibromyalgia. It's kind of spread out uh, over that area. So, you know, and, and 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 that's another difference when when a doctor presses on a tender point in fibromyalgia patients, that's exactly how patients describe it. Oh, that's tender. Oh, ow, that that that's smart. That's tender. But when when we touch on a trigger point in fibro uh, uh in myofascial syndrome, um it's it's not necessarily... it can be tender, but it's more of a twitch. You can actually you could feel movement underneath the the point where I'm I'm pressing. So in fibromyalgia, you have specific trigger points, and when you press on it, it hurts. It's tender. In myofascial syndrome, when you it, th- these these trigger points can be just about anywhere, right? And when you press on it, it's more of a twitch that happens, and because there's lots, so much nerve and so many vessels in the fascia that that's how it how it um manifest as a twitch. Um, here's another interesting thing about myofascial syndrome that's different in fibromyalgia. Myofascial syndrome pain can actually re- be referred to other places because, again, remember the fascia is really kind of one big sheet. Uh, it does branch off and cover organs and stuff, but it's all kind of connected. So um, you you can actually have inflammation in the fascia in one area, let's say under your armpit, but it transfers the pain to the chest wall or it transfers the pain down into the stomach, and it feels almost like an appendicitis or something like that. Um, so you get referred pain in myofascial syndrome. So th- those are the main differences. Fibromyalgia are true tender points. They're specific places. You touch on them, the patient says, ow, that's tender. Myofascial syndrome, um, these tender points can happen anywhere. When you touch on them, they twitch, and there's often referred pain um, with myofascial syndrome. I don't know what else to to say on that. <laughs> that's about that's about all I got for you whoever wrote me this email. And by the way, when you write me email questions, you don't you can be specific, you can be vague. Um sometimes when I print it out, I have the name, sometimes I it prints out without the name in this case, just a real general question about something. So, there you go. That's the difference between myofascial syndrome and fibromyalgia. Okay, next question. Have you heard of the MLM company Plexus, are their pro- are their products any good? Thanks, Alex. I, I I have heard a little bit about Plexus. They are a um, MLM uh, MLM type company. Um, you know, I don't know the specifics about it, and and I don't want to get into. I don't want to talk about another company, to be honest with you, but. I can do this, and this is what I did. I went, I found them online. There is a Plexus International, and then you you click on, if you're United States or whatever country you're in. I clicked the United States, and it took me to the U.S. main website for Plexus, and I clicked on products, and they had. um, I don't, I don't, I didn't count the number of products. uh, Products, I just saw the first one, and I clicked on it, and it was called Plexus Boost. Um, and I looked at the, so and, I, and, and based on the description, it's, it's supposed to provide some energy, some lasting energy. It's supposed to aid in a, in a diet and exercise program. And I actually think it's a product that maybe goes with some other weight loss products that they have. And so I, I looked at the, the label and hey, this is always a good sign. It was easy to find the product. It was easy to see the description. It was easy to find the label and the label did have the active ingredients with dosing. That's all good stuff. Um, one of the ways you know a quality product is it easy to find easy to read the label uh, active ingredients ingredients clearly labeled I mean that that was so that's all good here's the thing though I mean it has calcium b6 niacin chromium b12 folic acid Um, I guess some of these could be energy maybe the chromium helping you metabolize sugar better but here's the thing it it was just low dose and that's what I find with a lot of these companies it's not that the products bad is they actually probably are you know, good good ingredients. It's just underdosed, significantly underdosed, and that would be my issue with the company. Other than that, I don't know. It's probably fine. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Doctor Mike. Stay well.